0: Welcome back to Bible study, to Paul's epistle, to the Galatian church, his first epistle. Welcome back to John, Welcome, Derek. And I, I, I was going to crack a joke, but I thought it would completely confuse the viewers. And I was going to say, well, it's so good that we're able to start a new chapter and can we read from... Chapter 3, verse 1. <laughs> I don't know how many weeks. I thought, I thought it was a record, the number of weeks we spent in Chapter 2. But um, that says nothing compared to Chapter 3 of Romans. And we are now um, getting... I think this will be the final. I don't never yes. say never, because Derek might correct me. But we are going to read from verse 26 of Chapter 3. John's going to read it up to verse 4. Sorry, verse 7 of Chapter
1: 4. Yeah, that's right. The Gal- Galatians verse th- chapter 3, starting at verse 26. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is master of all, but is under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the Father. Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ.
2: Thank you. Lord, thank you for being with us now as we come for your word. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to be our teacher, to illuminate the word of God to us, to make it come alive and real to us, that we might live it uh, and enjoy it, Lord, in our life. Thank you for opening every heart and, Lord, revealing your truth to us and blessing each person who hears, in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen, amen. I've got, I've got ringing in my
0: ear, a, a chorus from the 1970s. So that everything I do becomes the thing that pleases you. Abba Father, I would be a son indeed. And I think it fits. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's not the law but it's so that everything I do becomes the thing that pleases you, I, a Father, I would be a son indeed. And that's what a son should want to do. Yes. A child of God should want to do, is yes. to please him. Yeah. It's not yeah. because you must do it, because I've given you, yes. you know, whatever, a, a, a disciplinarian upbringing, and you must do it because this is the law. Uh, you know, and you and you and you get disciplined and punished and smacked um, on the way. It's as when you become a son, you want to please your father.
2: This word "son" really means a grown-up son, yeah, who is like his father. Yeah, I think in in the Hebrew, it's to be a son of, is is to have that na- the nature of. Yeah, and so growing up, of course, we need that external yeah. controls. Yeah. But there comes a point where we grow up, where we, where we have the reality in us. Yeah. And now we don't need the external controls anymore. And that's, that's called sonship. It's the word weos, just before, which is yes, grown up son. That was the, what we had at the
0: end of last week. And I've just remembered uh, that at the end of last week, John wanted, to, and you said, Oh, we don't have time to uh, go into it. And it was in the last minutes. Yes, and so I then jumped in with the whoios, uh, you know, to finish off the Bible study. but just just to give you that chance.
1: Well, I don't. I, in the intervening period, I've answered the question I was going to ask, and it actually would be disruptive for me to say it now. So, oh really? Thank you for the okay. opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, okay. but I don't need to say it. Oh
0: well, that's, that settles that. Okay, because I didn't want to feel that no, I'd, bless I'd just sort it. Carried on with Derek, and, <laughs> and,
1: you know, and everyone would be thinking. Well, I, I, I a I will. Like a trailer, I, know, I, will I will mention it. But, but but it's no longer the question that that, that you need to answer. But okay. because others at home might we'll have go through the same question, then. and that's that we're going into great detail how the law disciplines and constrains and prepares uh, for the coming faith in Christ. Um, but that's all very well if you've been brought up under the law, if you've been brought up under the sacrificial law, if you've you know you've had to take your go- your your sheep or your goat to the to the temple and, and lay hands on it and have your sins transferred. If you haven't been brought up in that culture, as the, the Gentile Galatians, uh, the, the members of the church who were Gentile, um, then they've not been trained or constrained in that same way. Mm. Um, and, and really, we're talking about behavioural issues, you know, the behaviour that comes from being under the law. But I uh, that was the question I had. It was yeah. all very well addressing what the law does, but only the Jewish Members of the Galatian Church had experienced that yeah. the Gentile members had had not. So how do we deal with that? But then, of course, I realised that Galatians goes on in chapters five and six, in particular, talking about behaviour. So Paul covers it. Paul, obviously, of course, is well aware of that problem and goes on to deal with it yeah. once he's dealt with the religious Jewish aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Sir. And the religious Jewish aspect, because of course they were trying to bring the Gentile members under that yeah. same. Mm-hmm same thing so they would have got some benefit from what from this letter as well thank you you got me off the hook you see john because i'll have letters coming in oh tim, yes tim you're not allowing john yeah, you would you know, you to would say you what would. he
0: wanted to say at the end
1: of the previous yes. week <laughs> yes I want to make the point. That's a good point. Yeah. I, I I I want to make the point that, that 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 actually doesn't happen. That that although you can't see it on camera, yeah. we communicate with each other that's here right. in the studio. Um, if I've got something, I definitely say I will say it. But uh, you know, d- d- it's all very well saying that we all eat to have equal time, but hey, this is the Lord's show. That's right. And and exactly. and Derek has particular gifts, but I get blessed I by. Know. I'm quite happy to hear oh, him. Same here, same here. And if I've got something to say, I'll. That's right. I'll catch your eye. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. not a case of, we don't have to have a third of the time each. Oh, you're we really so
0: grown up, John.
1: <laughs> um, but, um, while we're on the
0: subject of being grown up, but let's talk about the togas. You know, when the son, they come into sonship, the, the hui, hui, hui,
2: yes. And it, it talks about adoption later on. Yeah. But yes, there would come a time when the father would acknowledge that, that my son now is grown up. He, he doesn't need to have this, he's been talking about this tutor, this paedagogos, this, this disciplinarian mm. governing his life, which is the role that the law takes. But mm. we, we all know that from childhood. Our life was constrained as children, and so we've had the, the equivalent experience. And then when we've uh, reached a point that, you know, in a sense, that we are considered grown up, we now have freedom. Yeah. We are not under those constraints, yeah. and, and the hope is really that, that we've now got the, the character within us yeah. to, to, to live as we ought to live. Yeah. So in the ancient times, the father would, would acknowledge that, that my son is now of age, and, and it might be a different age for different sons. And then he would show that by giving him the toga virilis, mm-hmm. the, the, the cloth of a man and so as he would go around everyone would say yes he is now to be treated as a man mm-hmm. and and the and the med- in it from before paul has been saying you know now that now that faith in christ has come we're no longer under a tutor we're not mm-hmm. under the law in that in as a as a way of ex- externally controlling our life because we should be fulfilling that requirement it's very, very interesting that it was um, different ages
0: for For different sons. So, the the important thing isn't that you've followed a system which means, which is very much the education system that we have. You go in a cohort according to your age um, rather than according to your progress. Um, And so, you can actually reach sonship, as it were, um, depending on your maturity Mm. rather than. You're a son. I am a son because I'm, you know, right. 17. I, you know, now I take my driving tests. And, it, you know, our society is very much segmented in terms of um, yes. a, a, le-
1: it's a sort of legal framework of, yes. of age, you know. It's interesting I mean, you say right. that, um, probably the, the women were now grown, but there may be some men who, who like me, follow rugby. And one of the reasons that the the New Zealand All Blacks are so good, and after all, they're only a country the size of Scotland, five, Mm. six million of them, and yet they are world beaters, is the way they train their young. And they don't train them as we do, you're in that class and you go and have your rugby lesson. They group them by weight and size rather than by age. Mm. And, And that way, you don't get the big ones flattening the little ones How they all and, and it's one of the reasons there's also a spiritual reason with a hacker and everything that yeah. they dominate which yeah. is not so attractive no. but but the way they develop their their boys leads and no other nation does that as far as i know and, and i uh, just on the education side i
0: i think it is far better to uh, and this is the struggle they have with cohorts in schools because they have to differentiate and they, uh, because they want to have everyone equal. You've all got to be in the class because you're all of that age. But actually, um, to have kids uh, in um, uh, groups according to ability, yeah, um, you know, a, a, it's better. You don't you're have this better. sort of self-consciousness that I'm not quite performing enough. Yeah. You have your own targets, your own goal setting, mm. and you um, uh, you give the kid to, to work according to his own pace. I mean, in, in this country, you know, we have the grammar school system at 11. I mean, it's not much left of it a bit in Kent, where I come from. It, you, 11, you know, you are basically mm. selected out at that one snapshot in time. But you, uh, all kids learn, grow up in different ways, at different speeds, and mature at different ages, you know, grow fat or thin or tall or you know, short at yeah. different times. And um, it, there's something a little bit mechanical about saying, right, this is the, the factory of education and we're just gonna churn out and stamp out sausages or whatever and then push them out into society. It's not, God's made each child an individual, mm. you know, made in his image, and you've got to give that individual, um, as it were, According to God's plan for their life, yes. rather than the state's, you know, communist has, plan for ev- everyone.
1: Everybody has some talent or attribute which yes. is which is worth developing. Yeah, absolutely right. And it, you know, just to force them through one
0: yeah. um, stereotype, as it were. Um, anyway,
2: so toga, we all get to the point of becoming a son, the toga, or yes. daughter of God. In the analogy, it's it's in Christ, for you through faith, um, when we put our trust in Christ from the spiritual point of view, that's when God regards us as a son, mm. as a weos. Yes. And the toga virilis really is in verse 27, as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. That's right, So clothed we, yourselves we, with Christ. That's one way of seeing it, that we are clothed with Christ. We, we, uh, God sees us as his son now. Mm. In other words, that we don't need this external law to control our behavior, and the threat of punishments and, and so on. We are now accepted and treated as sons, and we are expected mm. to live out the righteousness of God yeah. by, because we are sons of the Father. Yeah. And the key is that we are in Christ Jesus, That's right, through faith, we have been put into Christ. Yeah. And remember, He's been. this connects us now with what he's saying before, that the blessing of Abraham was received by Christ. Yeah. So once we, through faith, we are now put into Christ. Yeah. And now everything is in Christ. The whole blessing, the whole inheritance, salvation, yeah. sonship, everything is in Christ. Yeah. So it's all by grace. Yeah. And the moment we accept Christ, we are baptised into Christ. Yeah. And in Christ, we are now sons of God. Yeah. It's like suddenly it's, it's done for us. Yeah. What we were striving for now is, is done for us and we are sons of God, all of us, in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Just gonna say,
0: John, if you, just on that point, if you could read, the, 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 um, literally on the cusp of uh, the final two verses, where? Um, of, of our chapter three of Galatians. Final two verses. Um, because that, as it were, concretizes what you've just said, that we're in Christ.
1: Yes, so, so there's neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither slave nor free, there's neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Isn't yes, that it's, wonderful? It sort of completes it's absolutely what wonderful. he opened up with in terms of Abraham. That exactly. we, and it's all
2: about Christ in every yeah. verse. It's yeah. it's about being in Christ. Yeah, and I think it's worth talking about the baptism into Christ. Yes, there are yeah. three baptisms, and they're not all yeah. the same. Okay, because I, I thought
0: there'd be at least three. So that, you know, <laughs> there are three
2: three types of law. So there's there baptism has to be three into baptisms. Christ. There's and the the agent of the baptism is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit baptizes us into Christ, that's the medium. Mm. We're baptized into union with Christ. Mm. Um, and that means total identification. Then there is the baptism into water, mm. and that's an elder of the church baptizes you into water, mm. which is really a picture of the baptism ceremonial. into Christ. Ceremonial, ceremonial. Yes. And then there's the baptism in the Holy Spirit, which I believe is another baptism again, mm and it's Christ who baptises us into the Holy Spirit, so that we're immersed in the Holy Spirit. Mm. But the primary one, and, and in Ephesians... Because that's
0: what baptism, you know, the word baptism means being immersed. Immersion. Yeah. Immersed.
1: Not yeah. an immersion here. Which brings me to, to Romans 6. Okay, go for it. Because there's another one, which is baptism into death. I think, yes, that's part of the baptism into Christ. Uh, Well, yes, it is. But I mean, in Romans 6, he he mentioned in particular, Romans 6, uh, verse 4, Mm. uh, through, I think, to, well, through to when I stopped. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death. Yes. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, Mm. even so we also should walk in newness of life. Mm. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Mm. And it's a really exciting scripture, that one. And, and, and the where he says in verse 5, for we have been united together in the likeness of his death, that we are in union with Christ. And I understand that the Greek word that is used there, and I can't call it to mind, but it doesn't matter. Is the only time in the entire New Testament that that Greek word is used, and you, there is not a stronger word uh, for, for union. Um, mm. it, it, it is so strong that if you were a conjoined twins, it would be impossible for a surgeon to separate you. Mm. That's how strong that union and how close it is. It is inseparable. Wow. That's really what I'm getting yeah. to. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely inseparable. Yeah. So you can't lose your salvation. Yeah, Nothing right. can separate you from the love of love God once you're in there. Yeah, in Christ Jesus. No death, nor
0: life, nor angels, nor demons. Yeah.
2: Baptism is identification. Yes. It? And it's through immersion, you're identified, you yeah. become one with yes, right. That. So it was used of dying garments, where you would take a garment and bapt- baptise it in, say, red dye. Yeah and it would unite with the red dye and then it comes out changed. Yeah. And so, and in verse three, that you started uh, in four, but in verse three, it says, do you know not know that as many of us that were baptized into Christ Jesus yes, were baptized into his head. Yeah. So that, this yes. is the baptism of Christ, yes. which tells us more. When we're baptized into Christ, in Christ now we become identified with his death, burial and resurrection. Yes. We become united with him yes. and he comes into us
1: we are changed. Amen. Amen. And in a sense, it's the image of God being put back, isn't it? Yes. Being restored yeah. Yeah. from from what was removed
0: at the fall. Baptised yes. into His death is, as you say, the written regulations were, yes. as it were, went down, went down. And uh, it's all by nailed, on nailed on the cross. But nailed but nailed they to on the, the cross, cross, went down
1: into the grave and buried. Yeah.
2: Mm. The classic verse on the baptism in Christ as well is, yeah. um, which happens at the moment of salvation. Yeah. In 1 Corinthians 12, yeah. 12 and 13, yeah. and it talks adds another d- dimension to it as well. Um, for as the body is one and has many members, but all are members of that one body, so we being many are one body, so also is Christ. Christ yeah. is the head and the body. Yeah. For by one spirit, we were all baptized, baptized. into one body. Yeah. So it's the Holy Spirit that does this, mm. He baptizes us into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves so it's the or same. free. By
0: the way, the parallel is there again, you see, as exactly. we have in our verse, neither yeah. it's Jew talking.
2: nor Greek. Yeah. It's about the same thing, you see, yeah. baptism yes. into Christ, which is all by grace. We didn't work yes. for it. We simply accepted Christ, and then we were baptized into Christ, yeah. and our whole inheritance, including sonship, is in Christ, mm. now comes true for us. Mm by grace and we've all been made to drink into one spirit one so spirit at the same time yeah. Yeah. we receive the holy spirit within us that's mm. all part mm. we uh, the holy spirit comes and lives inside us and we're born again and it all happens in a split second the moment we accept christ we are baptized right. into christ yeah. wonderful yeah. and it's uh, that's the main yeah. baptism but the interesting thing
0: about the body is he goes on to say that we're made up of many parts so we're we're not we are in Christ, uh, so as one in Christ, as one in the Spirit, but there are many parts of the body. It's, mm. it's, it's, Paul doesn't let anything slip, any No, no there are no loose ends, in. are there? Yeah.
2: So it's, uh, it's very good. It's and and very good. we're united to Christ, yeah. and we have put on Christ, yeah. and now God treats us as sons. Mm. He expects us now to, because to, we have his Spirit within us, mm to actually live by the Spirit, mm. and, and not by some, ex- like, we're, we don't do what we do because somebody is gonna punish us if we don't do it. We're, right. we're, it flows out of our heart.
0: It's interesting that chapter in Romans starts, Romans 6, about um, should we go on sinning? Mm. Yes. So he's using the argument, Yes. You explain it, John, because it's, it comes in. Um, what you read about being baptized into his, Let me just his death was an argument against going on sinning. In, in one sense, it's creating the new order, as it were, which is what I started with my yeah. song at the
2: beginning. That it's can not you even think that way? Because you're sh- you've you been want change. That's not pleasing
0: to the Father. Yeah. That, that's, um, you know, we. Um, it, some, you see, would say, well, we're because the previous chapter is all about grace, you
1: see. Yeah.
0: And, 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 and that then he, Paul just steps back and says, well, you know, don't think that you can just go on sinning There, well, 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 un- we're all under yeah, grace.
1: Yes, yes and no. I mean, this was the, the verses that the Lord used to open my eyes to grace. I mean, I no way I would have intellectualized this. Yeah. It was just boom and it was there. It, it, it's in a sense, although it's a warning, it's a rhetorical question. It's impossible, because if you understand, forget the flesh, forget the flesh, it got nothing to do with the flesh, it's got to do with the new man in Christ. The flesh will get up to all sorts of things that the new man doesn't approve of, but the Lord sees the new man. You are clothed in a robe of righteousness, you are endowed with the Holy Spirit, you are you know, the Lord looks at you and God, sees his son. He looks at you and see, see, he sees, Tim, mm. you're, not, you're not a, a, a clone, mm. but he sees Christ's righteousness in you because yeah. you're clothed in his yeah. imputed righteousness. Yeah. So the new man never sins. Whatever the flesh gets up to, mm. yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. This is grace. So that's rhetorical.
0: Just explain that again, the first verse. Well, read it out so that people know what you're talking about.
1: What shall we say then? You know, is there a problem here? Because I've been, could there be a problem? I've been talking about grace here, could there be a problem? What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. Certainly not. Because it's impossible. Mm. And I received that by the Holy Spirit when I, you know, it's impossible. So it's, the question doesn't arise. I mean, if you're born again, Yes, you will sin, we know that, and 1 John 1 five gives us the out, 1 John 1 nine gives us the out on that. Not an excuse, but it gives us the remedy. Mm. But um, you will no longer have the desire to sin, for, you know, voraciously, if you like, because you have new appetites, you have new desires, you have, you're changed, you're a new creature. A new yes, sure, Jesus. some of the old man's still clinging on for dear life. And and over the period of sanctification in this life, we'll gradually deal with that to a greater or lesser extent. But the new man cannot sin; yeah. it's impossible. Mm-hmm. As we'll read in, in 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 chapter four, you know, this new man, this man who has God in his spirit uh, and the, and the Holy Spirit in his spirit, who's crying out, "Abba, Father," how can that person possibly sin? Yeah. We need to separate the old man from the new man, but recognise that the old man is still about and he will mislead us and lead us astray. The new man cannot sin, because he's clothed in the righteousness of Christ. So how can he? It's a complete contradiction. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. I'm pleased that we brought <laughs> into that. Great. And you didn't even jump
0: in, I, I, had, I had to. Not only catch your eye, I had to <laughs> drag it out. So. Um, so we're still in chapter three, but we're nearly... We're almost. We're nearly almost there. Almost there.
2: Yeah, And it, there's one interesting thing here. It says, you know, neither Jew, Greek, slave free, yeah. male or female. Mm-hmm. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And the word for one here is literally one person. It, it, it seems a strange thing, mm-hmm. but he is, he is saying we are one entity. In Christ Jesus. And of course, in verse 16, he had said that, um, that the seed, um, Abraham and his seed were the promise made. He doesn't say as seeds, but he says of one seed. seed. So there is yeah. one seed yeah. called Christ. Yeah. And when we were baptized into Christ, we became part of the body of Christ. Yeah. We became part of Christ, if you understand me correctly. We've become part of the body of Christ, but it's just one seed. Yeah. Christ and his body, mm. and it's to Abraham and his seed, Christ, yeah. which includes us, that, we have. that the promises are made. Yeah. So we automatically, yeah. the moment we're put in Christ, we automatically inherit the whole blessing of Abraham. It's all ours mm. because we're in Christ, not because of our works, because we are in Christ, we inherit it by grace through, through faith. Mm. And, and we are all equal in that whether you're male, female, whatever your social status is, whatever your racial profile is, it makes no difference as far as God's concerned. Of course, from a human point of view, there are these differences, Mm -hmm. they're real, Mm -hmm. but uh, as far as God's concerned, we're all equal in Christ. Mm -hmm. These differences don't matter. They don't matter to God. He treats us all equally. We are all equally part of the body of Christ.
0: So for me, there's two aspects to God treating us equally, he says, God doesn't show favoritism, all those who sin under the law will be judged by the law, all those who sin apart from the law will perish apart from the law. So there is this incredible, I mean, it wasn't invented in the modern progressive world, was it, equality? It's just so clear in the scripture, there's an equality in terms of judgment, and there's an equality in terms of salvation. Yeah absolutely yeah. impartial. Yeah,
2: we're all equally important to God, we all have equal access to God, we all have the, the same inheritance of salvation.
0: Yeah,
2: how wonderful Praise is that? God.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful and when, when it says um, Jew and Greek, sometimes it says Jew and Gentile, I assume that it basically means the same thing. It's yeah. just that he's sort of writing. I suppose he's writing the whole of Galatians in Greek, so he's probably got that in his head. Yeah. That yeah, know, he says the Greeks Greek are as the a representative of the Gentiles. The Gentile, yeah. In the Greek world, they were the Gentiles, as it were. I mean, I mean we weren't talking about Africans and Indians. And it's a figure of speech in a way, where yeah, you
2: use a particular that's right. race to represent the Gentiles. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And, and those are the three main divisions in society isn't it It's the racial division the sexual division and, and the status division yes and he is saying whatever I'll divide men up you know yeah. as far as being in Christ mm. those things are not important of course we're still it's male it's really and
0: important by the way yes we're still male, male, and, male female, and female you know but it is so important because most of of what's written in the scriptures is in the male an agenda. We've just spoken, talking talk about sons. We've been talking about the man, new man in Christ. So it's important that Paul drops in there. There's neither male. Or, by the <laughs> way, you know, there's neither male nor female. It's really uh, it's countercultural. Yeah. You know, very male-dominated societies, um, and it's there. Oh, yeah. It's it's very important. The scriptures are impartial in terms of. There's a certain male or
2: female, you know, female equality there in, in that that. It's fantastic, yes, spiritual it, sense. It, yeah, it, we don't
0: not... need to take lectures from those, you know, in the secular world. No, um, it's quite clear in our scriptures.
1: Yes, and it, and it, it's not saying, uh, um, and I'm not suggesting it's as we understand male and female now, but it it's not saying that. In heaven, there won't be people who you recognise as being male, because I don't have no word and female. It's not right. saying that; it's right. just saying you are totally equal. That's right. And That's there's no right. no no artificial division between you no as value to exactly. To one or the so. other. There are different
2: roles. Yeah, and it was very different radical theologies yeah. There are, am I am allowed to say yes. <laughs> very radical because if you had a, like a, a a Christian assembly, normally people would be you know seated by status or whatever. Yeah. And I think in the first century this was radical that mm. the rich people would mix with the poor people yeah. and there wouldn't be any of this snobbery and James actually tells tells them off for having class distinctions. Yeah. But the you know, the vision is no racial distinctions, no male, female, you know all of this. Mm. You know, in the synagogues the, the women would be separated from the men yes. and possibly be put in the balcony or whatever. And and, and Paul and the rich would be on the eastern wall. Or is it the Western Wall? Exactly, and that Fiddler that's on the Roof contradicts the gospel. Yep. So the gospel—this is radical. This mm. equality mm. of through the gospel is, is radical. Yeah, yeah. In God's eyes, the rich, the poor—they're all equal if they're in Christ.
1: Mm. I believe very strongly in that. Which makes sense if you're part of His body. If you, you, know,
0: yeah. you of course, there's going to be no division. As as what makes sense is that there's no sin. Yeah, how can you go on sinning? I mean, the, yes. the whole the whole e- yeah. edifice collapses. Yes, it does. The whole yeah. seed disintegrates yes. if if there's uh, if you go on sinning. Yeah, if the body of Christ is sinning. Yes. Yeah. Shocking. Because it does. Uh, you know, there there are examples through history and today of, of those who are as as it were apostates.
1: Yeah, but well, they Yes. Um, who are going on sinning? But they're probably never saved. I, I have to say that with with, with a pretty strong conviction mm. because of what I said earlier. The, the, you, you know, you, you, you are changed. If you're not a new creation, then you're going to carry on thinking the same old ways, doing the same old things. Mm. You know, so many of us say, when I was saved, I stopped swearing overnight. I mean, that's a very common confession. It certainly was, in my case, overnight. Just it was no longer, I didn't think about it, I just didn't do it. And, uh, you know, I'm sure lots of others had that. You become a new, c- new creation. If you you're carrying what, on the Lord doing Jesus the same... Says, what you know, comes out of you? You might be in bondage you. to certain things, you know, the, from the past, which are still carrying on, but they make you utterly miserable, which is a very different thing from willfully sinning because you think you can get away with it. But, you know, you're not safe. Somebody like that's not safe.
2: Galatians 5.21 says, yes. those who practice, and he's listed yeah, the works of the flesh, there, yeah. um, and I said, I warned you beforehand. Those who practice such things doesn't mean you don't occasionally no. mess up, you know. Yeah. But if you practice it as a lifestyle, yes. you've yeah. embraced it as your yeah. lifestyle. Uh, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of Absolutely, God. Now yeah. I thought, well, that means you won't rule and reign with Christ. But when I think about it, yeah. it's he's very clear that those who inherit are the sons, sons yes. inherit. Yeah. And I think it's saying, these people are not saved. I think so too. You know, they will not inherit the kingdom. No, They're not saved. Right. They're not sons, no. okay. you know, and that they show it by how yeah, they live. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of them in Christendom. That's right, absolutely.
0: Um, chapter 4, we try not verse to skip 29. it. <laughs> verse 29. okay, it's, we won't skip verse 29. It's important. Because um, I could have said, ah, so we've just reached 521. Let's read five, chapter 5, verse 22. <laughs> Over to you, Derek. <laughs> well, if, if, if we me, just wrap up, in order. finish off his argument. You're my here. tutor. So you're leading me up until chapter 4. There you go. And then, and, then, and then I won't need you anymore yeah, as we'll my tutor, because you,
2: we'll, you were my tutor for chapter 3. We'll <laughs> set, you, set you free, that's right. And if you are Christ, so that's another way of saying you are Christ, because we're in the body, we're under the headship of Christ. Yeah. So I, I do say that to receive Christ, you have to, in some sense, receive him as your Lord. Yes. You're under his headship and now you are Christ's, you actually belong to Christ. Mm-hmm. He purchased you with his blood. He does say that, yeah. And, right. and so you are Christ. And we're slaves to
0: Christ, you see. Yeah. We're no longer slaves to sin, but we're slaves to Christ. So we've come out of that sort of confinement within sin. We've come into a new confinement. We belong to
2: Christ. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And... Um, by choice. Yes, yeah. by choice. Yeah. Praise God, and it's a good choice. Yeah. Um, if, cause, then you are abraham's seed. So he's wrapping this up now, yep. he's saying, if you are Christ, if you are in Christ, you are in the seed. You are the seed in Christ, mm. and so you are abraham's seed. So that's how you inherit the blessing of abraham. Thank you. Not by physical descent, but because you are now in Christ in the seed mm. and in the seed of abraham. And so you inherit everything that was promised to Abraham, that blessing, you inherit it by faith, (laughs) praise God. You are it's a pity the
0: camera sometimes isn't just showing John. <laughs> the point that Derek says with well, these wonderful truths, and John is just there saying, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> glorying in the truth. It's nice, it it's, nice for, it's nice for me. I, the viewers don't always see what I see, which is a wonderful image of John enjoying the truth. Yeah, it is, it's wonderful.
2: And, and so yeah, that, that, he concludes that now by yeah. saying you are Abraham's seed, and because you're Abraham's seed, you are heirs. Yeah. You inherit the promise. Mm. The heirs according to the promise. So that blessing Amen. that was promised that actually includes justification, salvation, mm-hmm. the new birth, sonship, you know, you name it. Yeah. Um, the promise is inherited. Yeah. Because we are now in Christ. Yeah. What I
0: absolutely love. All by grace. Amen. All by grace. Yeah.
2: Praise God as you would
0: say. Um what I absolutely love. I love verse one of chapter four, uh, not just that we finally arrived there, yeah. but um, you know, from um, reading it many times, what I'm saying is as long as, uh, that is that as long as the heir is a child, he is no different from a slave, although he owns the whole estate. <laughs> yes. it's, it's no different but We are slaves. It's, it's an interesting juxtaposition that we're heirs. But we're also slaves. heirs. But the difference between an heir and a slave is that we own the whole estate <laughs> as an heir,
1: which means you'll probably be worstly or you'll be badly beaten by the yeah. by the tutor because he's very jealous of you <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's, he's a slave himself. I know. That I've read it? it
0: from the NIV. I know I, there's probably a better um, rendition of it, but. Um, It's it's
2: it's an amazing thing to be. It's a bit like now. It reminds me, and you'll relate to this, because my father was in the army, and also my cousin was in the army. So I actually he went to Sandhurst, and as as did my cousin, and uh, I went to the Sandhurst passing out ceremony. And it was so interesting because for those year or two years, I can't remember now, they were under the sergeant major. Yes. You know these young men; they were under the com- strict control of the sergeant major, who obviously gave, probably gave them a hard time, and you could see that. But when they passed out immediately, now the sergeant major is, yeah, is um, you know saluting them, and now they are over that. That's right. And it's it's like the law again. They were yeah. under the law, but now. They've grown up, they've come to sonship, if you yeah, like. Yeah. They are no longer yeah. under, under that law and it's a total immediate change of rules. No, yeah. no gentle transition. Yeah. Suddenly now, they are not under the law of the sergeant major. Yeah. In fact, the sergeant major is yeah. you know, deferring to them.
1: It, that just came Amen. to me Amen. though. But, o- so, o- outwardly deferring. Yeah. Ah, John, you know all about this. <laughs> <You> naughty boy. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um,
0: I, I, are we in verse one now? I, I had a comment about the estate because we, you know, we had yeah. quite a big estate in in Sussex uh. with a, with a nice big house and whatever 150 odd acres. And there's a classic line because my dad um, saw that everything um, that he had was for the Lord, and he eventually gave this wonderful property uh, to be used uh, into a Christian trust and gave it away um, for Christian use. But um, in the the gardens is is the gardener, and someone comes up and says, what a magnificent, what a magnificent building, you know, who owns it? And the gardener says, the Lord. (laughs) Lord who? (laughs) You know.
2: Anyway, that's my little anecdote for the day. Um, are we in
0: verse one of chapter four?
2: Yes, and he I, I, is. I'm but asking. we need to understand that the chapter break is probably good. Yes. Paul, but in it does a sense, just now continue. he's He's, it continues. Yeah, he's reached no a question. climax at the end of chapter three. Yeah. But now he's kind of going back. Yeah. And, and, and saying it again in a different yeah. way, yeah. but in order to make an appeal to to these. Um, Galatians, yeah. you know, what, what do you think you're doing? You know, but he is in a way backtracking and, and making some of the same points again in a different way. Yeah. I, I think when it says the heir, we have to kind of from the context say it's the potential heir. Yeah, The potential heir, yeah. if, if that boy becomes a son. You know, that is true. A, he that's could become true. wayward. I mean, yeah, he could right. go yeah. off the rails yeah. and the father will never say, I, yeah. I acknowledge him as my that's son right. and, and he represents me now. Yeah. That may not happen. So this is a potential heir. Yeah. And in a sense, the whole human race is a potential heir, you know, that God wants to bless, theoretically, you know, he wants to bless without getting into issues of election, but, you mm-hmm. know, God wants all the ge- the Gentiles to come into the blessing of Abraham, mm, mm, mm. but they do, they won't necessarily inherit. They won't necessarily inherit. Mm. But so it's really a potential heir. Yes, of course, of course. As long as he's a because ch- this is as in
0: indeed a- I was. It's <laughs> it's the it's the, so, the Sound of Music song, you know. Somewhere in my youth or childhood. I must have done something bad. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Sorry, I, I, um, apologies to whoever it was, Rogers and Hammerstein on that one. Sound <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> of music. It, yeah.
2: the, um, he's, he, he's talking about, again, we're, we're back uh, you know, in the state, but while mankind, in a sense, was under the law, yeah. was being prepared for Christ, mm. Um, he says, "As long as he's a child, as though he doesn't differ from a slave, although he's master of all, he's potentially mm. God is pr- pr- preparing him to be to come into the fullness." Yeah. But yeah, he's like a slave; he's under rules and regulations; he's under yeah. external constraints; he's under law, yeah. like a, like a child is. Yeah. He's building an analogy, mm. uh, and and the child, although he's going to come into this awesome inheritance. Mm. Um, he is actually treated like a slave. He's, he's constrained. yeah. And, and the law was, was constrained. And is
0: this us. all leading up to, uh, again, the Lord Jesus? Mm, so exactly. he was, he, he, he was the heir, but the heir meant that he was the owner as well, if you know what I mean. But in our case, you're right, we're potential heirs mm. and we might blow it. But but if, if these verses are all leading up to God sent his son, it, it could, this could all be in the context of, of him, but then we enter into him. Yeah.
2: He, I think he's talking about the human race generally, yeah, okay. that there's a progressive revelation of God to the human race. Okay. And before Christ came, hmm. we were in a kind childhood phase, and God was preparing us for the coming of the Messiah, which he calls the fullness of time." Yeah. Um, but he's kind of preparing the human race, and particularly Israel, hmm. but in a sense, the whole human race.
0: Because I was just thinking, if those first two verses could relate to the Lord when he had been made in human form. And, you know, he was growing up as a child, and he was subject to guardians, you know, until the time set by his father. Because the Lord spoke about the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the time. In a, in a vague in a, way. The father. So in a vague way, good. Well, that's, right. that's, that's why we have Bible study, to clarify my vagueness.
2: No. <laughs> no, no, it's good. No, you're but, right. He was, um, I don't think so. No. Actually, because no. he was a weos. Of course he was. You know, and he, he uh, I mean, no, assuming, as soon as, you know, 12 soul. years old, he was in the temple, wasn't he? So I think it's um, talking about... Yes. Debating yes, with, yeah, the, yeah, with it was the... Talking temple. about unsaved humanity as a whole, yes, I Got say. it, got it.
1: Yeah, but he was still under law. He put himself yes, under law. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, of course, as he grew up and he, he had to learn to... I, I know all sorts of stories about mm-hmm. him coming out, saying mm-hmm. hallelujah, but I, I, yeah. perhaps they did. I, but he was a baby and he grew up and, and, and would have been taught... Of course, he's being taught by God as well, his wasn't father. he? As well as by to- being taught by, mm-hmm. by rabbis. It was an amazing intellect, you know? Yeah. Mm. Incredible intellect.
2: Stunning. He was internally motivated, although yeah. he was under the law and he had to fulfill yeah, he, the law. He, that's right. He, he wasn't like... He wasn't... His actions weren't governed by... Like, no. He 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 was the son of God. Yes. and And he had that inside him he yes. had the nature yes. and the likeness of the father yeah so i don't think it's yeah. really talking Good. about jesus here yeah um, Good. he's under guard by the way the guardian mean he's the guardian was the one who was govern his behavior hmm. the steward was he was in charge of the property so he had no freedom really because he couldn't although his name might be you know on the, on the property or in the trust yeah, yeah. A steward would would be, be over be, that, be and it. the guardian would watch over him. So yep. he, would, he, wouldn't, he would be like a slave. His, yep. his life would be controlled from the outside. Um, until, and again, he's saying the law is only in place until a certain time. The implication is, Paul is saying, mm. we are not under the law anymore. That's we've, right. we've, once Christ came, yep. new reality came in, and we're mm. not under the law. Yep. It was until the time appointed by the Father and this is of
0: course, which is the coming of into, the seed, the exactly. seed. But verse, verse three is saying, yes. So also when we were children, we were uh, under the basic principles
2: of the world. We were in slavery. Yeah, so, so that's a tricky one. The, yeah. um, we were in bondage under the elements of the world. Yeah. And I think that uh, we were talking about that. But, yeah. Um, I think it, this word elements, could mean elementary principles, and I think Mm. that's what it means, the elementary principles. And he's talking about the ceremonial law. Mm. It's not that obvious, but um, Mm. later on in verse um, nine, he's saying to them, after you've known God, how is it that you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements? It's the same word, Uh, right? elementary principles, yep. and he describes them as weak and beggarly. Mm. In other words, they can't deliver. They, yeah. they, ha- they might have a value, but they are weak, and the law is weak to save you, yeah. and it's beggarly, it means it's got no, no riches. There's no- And
0: it's got no saving
2: power. No saving power, exactly. Yeah. So these are the externals of religion. These are the external ceremonial law. They then. It's not that they don't have a place, but they are elementary. Yeah, just, they are not the reality. Just, exactly. And then he goes on and says he describes them in verse yeah. ten. He says, "You observe days and months, seasons and years." Hmm. In other words, it's these externals, hmm. you know, that have their purpose, but they're not powerful. They don't save you. Yeah. Um, they they might point to the reality, but they're not yeah. the reality, and they're called they're elementary. not
0: redemptive. Yeah,
2: because he uses the word, you
0: know, because uh, I'm skipping a little bit. Yeah. Verse five, he, he, then he talks about um, uh, receiving the full rights of sons because you're redeemed. Yes. So you're not you're not a, a true son until you're redeemed. Mm. You're just, as it were, in the in the framework yes. um, of these basic principles
2: and elements. So, yes, it's the, the elements of the world, it's, it's kind of the element, if a, a Jewish boy, for example, would grow up within, with all these rules and traditions and he would learn to keep them, and it was the, it's the cosmos, the world order that he lived mm-hmm. up under, the traditions, and which he learned, and that structured his life, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And he and, and was in bondage, yeah. and it's like children on, on bondage do that. Mm. In the gentile world we'd have our own version of that that would be more corrupted but we we ourselves would be brought up under certain traditions and mm. and in those days particularly you know religious stuff rituals yeah. gods and it's
0: interesting you have the sort of the wearing of the toga in the greek world but but in the jewish world you have the bar mitzvah so you you reach that mm. stage quite young 12 years yeah. old but yeah. um yeah and um, yeah, it's preparation for life
2: ahead. I was thinking, you know, it's it, these elem- this idea of elementary principles. It's like when you learn anything, you have to learn. Now the al- we're
0: getting into maths. Yeah, maths. You know, for we're instance. getting into or print, or, um, Newt- Newton's Principia or, or whatever
2: it's. You're called. learning how to dance, or yeah. you're learning. You no, know, first of all, you have to go through the externals. You, mm. you almost have to imitate, or you're learning how to play the piano. You have to do the scales. You know, it's the element. Yep. Or, or literature, you have to learn the elements, which is the ABCs. Yes, right. And, and in themselves, all you do is you kind of. It Rode, means wrote. nothing to you to almost. start with. You, you're, yeah. it, 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 they're externals that, that you. Yep have to grasp, they're not very meaningful to
0: Like in the early nursery class, A, B, C, <laughs> you know, the kids are you know, going through just yeah. that, 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 really, it's not actually meaning yeah. anything. No, it's exactly. When the letters come together, or one, two, three, you know, yeah. two times two is two, you know, it, it's just a, a, a rote learning the basic principles. Exactly. And then, the you know, if you're
2: Derek, you get
0: into the formulae and then, <laughs> and then the algorithms and all well, the rest of it. At
2: some point, you internalize it, don't you? Yeah. They suddenly, yeah. you know how to put yeah. those letters together and, and it's meaningful, mm. and, and, and that's, that's maturity. Mm. And when you reach a certain stage, you don't have to keep doing the scales all the time, yeah. or, oh, I better review my ABCs again. How does it all fit <laughs> together? <laughs> how, does,
0: how does the truth of God's word, all, as it were, crystallize, and then, then it means something.
2: After a bit, you, you start doing it from the heart. Yeah, yeah. And you don't need the, ele- you have the elements in your heart, but you don't need that mm. external thing mm. on you. And when you. When
0: you know the Lord, John, it, it's different reading God's word. Yes, the light. So, g- the light goes on. It goes it? on it when you're it. born again. Suddenly, suddenly. it all it, makes it's sense.
1: zapping at you from all yes. co- corners of That's the spectrum. Right, switches. and you begin to see the connections yeah. in other parts of the Bible and pull them together. Yeah. I mean, I, I see lots of stuff out there. You know, tell me that the Bible's been corrupted, that it was rewritten by, you know, Pope who yeah. in 12 yeah. I mean, it's all rubbish because it, 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 certainly before the age of computers, and even with the age of computers, there's no way how. Ever clever the authors were, yeah. that they could have created this thing, which exactly. with the continuity and the interconnections that go on, it would have been impossible. They would have fallen down somewhere, and we'd have found it, because yeah. the Lord would have pointed out, as you've said many times. Actually, this is relevant because it's yeah. it's out there at the moment. You know, people are talking about books that have been discovered in the cellars of the Vatican, which have never seen the light of day, and all that. Well, perhaps and perhaps not. The point is, the yeah. Lord has preserved His. Word, yeah, as you keep it. saying, and he, whatever was whatever the iniquity of man was doing yeah. to try and pervert it, he has ensured the gospel has endured and is revealed yeah. and I think that 's all that matters yeah. whatever yeah. may come it's to totally. light doesn 't really matter mm-hmm. we have all we need and and the spiritual yeah. dimension so the thing
0: about it is that, yes, we have it all in text form, yeah. but until you are spiritually yeah, he, enlightened, it, it's it, basically it, a bit of Shakespeare here, you know, it, a bit of Tyndale there It's It's just words, it just, but when you become spiritually
2: alive, you, you, you know the meaning of it. when you're yeah. born again, when you become a son, yes, you come yeah. into the reality yeah. and these elements are he's saying that's what the ceremonial law is like yeah. they as a a Jew particularly, they were under bondage to having to do all these ceremonies. But these these were teaching them the ABCs, blood sacrifice, uncleanness and cleanness, how blood is necessary to cleanse you, and temples and Mm. the worship of God. You know, these are the elements and they're taught by these shadow ceremonies But don't see those shadow things as the ultimate, like, oh, well, I know my ABCs, yeah. you know. Yeah. That, that is just to prepare you to become Shakespeare or, or to become a great musician or, you know, a great mathematician or anything like that. They are, so don't get stuck on the elements, on the ceremonies, discover the, the reality, the substance, which yeah. is Christ. And when you're connected to Christ, suddenly you discover blood sacrifice, what it really means. Yeah. Temple, what does that really mean? All of these things become real and you don't need a physical temple to go to 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 appreciate it. Amen. So we're we're getting right to the end.
0: I I was thinking of the chorus, how did it start? The one that I started off before. And it's, Mm. Abba, Father, let me be yours and yours alone. May my life forever be evermore your own. Never let my heart grow cold never let me go have a father let me be yours and yours alone now within that there are the basic principles and the elements but also there's the wonderful glory of sonship knowing what that truth what the truth of those words see you next week